When the refugee crisis in Europe was at its peak in 2015 and 2016, more than a million people arrived seeking asylum. Most of them were men. The number of people entering Europe right now has gone way down. In part, that's because some countries are closing their doors and making deals to keep migrants away. But people are still making their way to Europe from Africa and the Middle East. And now a majority of them are women and children. Today, there are as many children seeking asylum in Greece as there are adult men. Greece struggled to deal with the influx of migrants back in 2015, and the country is especially ill-equipped to meet the needs of this new population of asylum seekers. Tipa Fernandez has a story from Athens. It's a stiflingly hot morning on the outskirts of Athens. I'm in a refugee camp called Malakasa with Sahar Kamrani, a refugee from Iran who now advocates for other refugees. <laughs> We've come to meet Nadare Shabausi. Two years ago, she and her husband and toddler fled Afghanistan. They ended up in a camp in Turkey where conditions were horrible. There she learned she was pregnant and the family fled again, only to land in Athens a few weeks before she would give birth. They had no place to live. They slept in a park for several nights. They heard about the Malakasa refugee camp outside of Athens. Storage containers are used as temporary shelters. It's run by the International Organization of Migration, and Shabausi and her husband begged managers for a container. But they were rebuffed and told, Don't waste your time. Uh, Don't stay in this camp because you're not registered. And I said, where do I go? We went every day and cried and cried and cried. Whatever we said, it didn't really help at all. Greece has come a long way in a very short period of time when it comes to infrastructure to handle the million-plus refugees and migrants it has processed since 2015. Because the majority came on boats and landed on an island, the registration process was set up on the islands. So to officially register as an asylum seeker, you have to go to an island first. Registering provides you with a place to live, most likely in a refugee camp, and a cash card to buy food and other basics. But officials have few protocols for when a pregnant woman arrives straight to Athens. They said, go back to an island and get started from there. You have to be relocated from the islands. Yet she was about to give birth. Sahar Kamrani found the family living under a sheet of corrugated iron with a piece of fabric fashioned in a way to give them some privacy. They were sleeping next to a tree in the mud of the camp in Malakasa. Kamrani immediately brought her to a doctor she knows. I work with a Greek gynecologist who once a month provides free services for the refugees. That doctor wrote a letter that helped Shabausi check into a Greek hospital where her baby was born. Days later, she was back under the tree, now with a newborn. Kamrani pushed the IOM to give the family a container, even though they'd not registered officially on one of the islands. While Shabausi is grateful for the small container, she struggles to feed herself, her baby and the family. I have to eat myself to be able to have more nutrition in my breast milk to give to my baby to gain weight, and that's the best way. But I don't have uh, food to eat. So as a result, my milk doesn't have uh, the power to grow the baby. The baby is just over one month old. He's tiny and now drinking formula. Yet his mother doesn't have money to buy all the formula he needs. Formula is very, very expensive in Greece. So in order for them to make it throughout a month, they add more water into it so they can uh, make it go through a whole month. 
Providing enough infant formula might seem like a basic starting point for refugee families, but it isn't happening. Greece is still climbing out of its own economic crisis. Baris Cheshikov, spokesperson for the UNHCR in Athens, says the Greek government is trying, and other basics like shelter are a priority. What has Greece done? In 2015, it could accommodate 1,000 asylum seekers. 1,000. Today, it can do it in, for 50,000 asylum seekers in adequate conditions. However, we don't have 50,000 asylum seekers. We have 80,000 asylum seekers and refugees. A growing number of them are babies. And for some, it's worse than their mothers having to water down formula, Cheshikov says. We do have infants in tents that don't have access to water and sanitation, to lighting and electricity. There's also very little medical care for infants in refugee camps. Pediatric nurse Alina Steinhausen says the situation is dire. In most camps, uh, there's only one clinic with one or two doctors maybe, um, which, are f- which is founded by the government. Usually that doctor might not be a pediatrician or someone who's really um, especially qualified for babies and children as well, where the doctors are only there for two hours a day, for example. Steinhausen is volunteering with Medical Volunteers International, an NGO. She's based at a clinic in Athens, where asylum seekers come to get medical care. Yet it's not just a child's physical health that's precarious in the refugee population, says Sherilyn Orr, a brain trauma expert. With so much pressure on parents, many with post-traumatic stress disorder... Or says too often she sees mothers with little space to soothe or engage their children. And when you have a mother that has PTSD, she doesn't have the capacity to help a child to feel safe and valued. And so their brains are not developing, they're living in fear. Or trains refugee parents in how to create a safe and nurturing environment for their littlest ones even when they might be living in an unsanitary tent or on the street. A child, when they're hurt, sick and afraid, and those synapses connect that nobody was there, I cried, nobody came to me, I stopped crying. And that damages the child's brain. Healthy brain development may seem secondary when a baby has no safe place to live, nor enough nutritious food, but Orr says it matters a lot. In fact, when I meet her in Athens... She's pushing a one-year-old Syrian girl in a stroller. The girl's mother is homeless, now with a newborn as well, and she struggled to care for this little child. So, or offered to take her in. Nobody has room to take a nine-month pregnant woman with a 12-month-old baby. Nobody. That needs to change. There needs to be places where there are safe places for these moms to go where they can let these children just really be children. Or is also worried about the newborn. Yet she knows there are thousands around Athens, like this very family she's helping. The solution, she says, has to be bigger than one Canadian mum helping one Syrian refugee mum. Where's this mum even going to get food to feed her? Where's she even going to get diapers? Who's going to help her? That's a question that I think we as a society need to answer. And she tries not to worry about where they will sleep or what mum will do if her newborn cries all night. For The World, Thipa Fernandes, Athens.
Tipa is a Pacific Oaks College reporting fellow, which is funded in part by First Five LA. You can see photos of the shipping containers that now serve as home for some asylum seekers in Athens. They're at theworld.org.